<laughs> I don't know what it was. This For whatever, is a, this is a throwback. Oh, it's a great song, mm-hmm. but uh, for whatever reason, when I first got to oh, they're doing this thing on Facebook where people post like different musicians challenge other musicians to like post what ten albums have influenced you one a day with no explanation. And one guy posted this Super Tramp album, Breakfast in America, and so it just got stuck in my head. I've just been jamming to this album all day. It's fucking good. That's a fun little... That's a fun little thing. Yeah. Ten albums that inspired you. I know. Nobody's challenged me. I think I might just do it. I would have a tough time coming up with ten, but I could come up with five. Well, all four circles. Yeah. I could come up with ten. Currently, <coughs> I'm at, like, fifteen. And I'm having trouble paring them down. Because they're like albums that influence you. Not like albums you love. Albums that actually influence you. And the problem is, some of them, or two of them are Sturgis albums. Yeah. Which is a good thing, but it's also a problem, because that's already two gone. I want to put all four online. <laughs> well, yeah, but... But like, if you're doing influence, it would probably have to be meta-modern, right? Meta-modern, but it's also um, Sailor's Guide, because the way that I looked at like making songs, especially after we tripped, like was really influenced after that. But the first like album I made before I went to Nashville, incredibly inspired by Meta Modern. Yeah. So those are two of them. Then I got Soundgarden, Super Unknown. I wanted to put Alice in Chains Dirt, but that one might have to fall off because Soundgarden edges them out a little bit. OC Supertones, Loud and Clear. I was big in the ska, and they just had good melodies and good lyrics. Steve Miller Band's greatest hits from like 70... 69 to 73 or something like that. <coughs> Jimmy Buffett's Beaches. In here at church. God damn it, I knew I was forgetting one. The thing is, I knew I was forgetting a few. Cause well, like, which your church album would you choose, though? I'd probably choose Chief. Yeah. But, uh, God, that's a good point. I completely forgot about Eric Church, and I shouldn't have. So, but Eric Church, Chief, Jimmy Buffett, Beaches, Brad Paisley, Mud on the Tires. It's a great album. It is a good album. Spin Doctor's Pocket Full of Kryptonite. One of my favorite albums of all time. Need to Breathe to the Outsiders. Joe Satriani Surfing with the Alien. Just guitar alone. That's such a that's such a good name for like somebody who plays like psychedelic guitar. Right? I don't even I don't know if it's psychedelic guitar, but that's what it makes me think of. Well it is a little bit it's not like Steve Vai, like Steve Vai's legit psychedelic guitar, but like Joe Satriani, especially that album, it sounds out of this world, especially for eighty seven. Yeah, Tyler used to show me Joe Satriani a lot. He's and, got like I enjoy it. Like he's good. Yeah, that album charted pretty high, and as an instrumental album, Damn. it charted on the Billboard chart pretty high. Damn. Hmm. What about like the Eagles? You got any Eagles on there? That's the thing. Is the Eagles' greatest hits, Volume One and Two, is one of my favorite mm-hmm. albums of all time. And it really has influenced a lot of my stuff, but I just don't know. I'm going to write it down. Just I've thought about that one. wondering if I should put it on the list. I'm going to have to revise this a few times. But then I got Eric Clapton's The Cream of Clapton. <laughs> Leonard Skinner's uh, 20th Century Masters. Bought that on tape in the sixth grade. 
from uh, Center Market. Nice. Yeah. Was this Center Market in fifth grade? Sixth, fifth I mean, or sixth, sixth grade, but yeah. Oh yeah, I guess so because I still lived in the Ash Street house. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Center Market's old as fuck. Center Market's old as fuck. I remember the day they opened, they were giving out free corn dogs and burritos. Me and Bo Jackson went there like three times. Yeah. No, I remember when it opened too. And I thought that they were going to have comic books because I was really into like comic books then. They did not. It's pretty disappointing. But, but you know there was an arcade there? Yeah. Was that, shit that thing went through a lot of different little uh, incarnations. <coughs> but that album had all their hits. I mean, that's the one that really got me into Southern Rock. That had Sweet Home Alabama, Give Me Three Steps, obviously Freebird, That Smell. It had every hit of theirs. That Smell? That Smell. Oh, the only smell. smell. Can't you smell that smell? Debating on a Switchfoot album because their sound, I really try to emulate in all I this stuff. Love, I fucking love Switchfoot. Every time Switchfoot comes on, it just puts you in such a good Meant to Live? Whoa. That song fucks, Do they dude. sing Hanging By A Moment? That's Lifehouse. Yeah. And honestly, Lifehouse's first album is just outside. Because that's the first time I really started listening to like There's like three or lyrics. four early 2000s like punk rock beach bands. And they all sound alike to me, but they're all so fucking good. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, I want this list to be like 100 albums long. Because I just want to throw in everything that I love. But I can't. You wanna and start, Eric Church and they You want to start doing a side podcast? Uh, like the 500 greatest records of all time with that one guy, but we just do our favorites, best hundred albums of all time. Trust me, break down the albums. I have thought about that <laughs> because I want to. That would be fun as fuck. And luckily, we've got all the time in the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, this is Corona. This is coronavirus radio week coronavirus seven. Radio week seven. Came in hot with almost, that album talk. Almost two months in. To this fucking bullshit. Although, yep, it seems like the end might be in sight. Allegedly not for working, though. Well, yeah, and I don't think it's going to be the end at all. I think it's just going to be a... I mean, it sounds like everyone's going to try to go into phase one of reopening. Yeah. Which is like reopening, but keeping the social distance still, wearing masks, like doing ultimate <clears throat> protective stuff. So, I mean, we'll see. But at least, like, I heard, like, restaurants are going to be open. Are they going to be fully open? I, I don't know. From what from restaurants what I already heard, work on the margins. From like. what I heard, you're going to be able to go into the restaurant, groups four or less, sit at a table, order food, get drinks and everything, but the tables are going to be like spread out, so it's not going to be like as many people, Yeah. but they're going to allow people in again. It's a start. I mean, yeah, it's a start. And then I think uh, they also said hairdressers and like barbershops are going to be open again. Um, I can't remember if gyms are on the list, but like Washington's reopening their golf courses. Nice. Brandon Dunes is reopening their golf course. Um, so I mean, like stuff like that, where like you can still feasibly socially distance. Yeah, I think those things are gonna start coming back, but I doubt the concerts. Com- I doubt group gathering things are gonna come back. <sighs> That's yeah. And bars, like what and about bar- bars? Yeah, no bars. From what I've heard, are not gonna come. Because, dude, no one is going to go to a bar. You can't social distance No one is social distances at a bar. Not after a couple drinks, especially. Yeah. That's not the point of the bar. It's a problem. I just... I think, honestly, it should come down to you either reopen or you don't. I think... I mean, I get the phasing up. I get the logic behind it. 
But ultimately, if it's going to spike back up, we now have, like, the medical capacity in place if it goes down again. And it sounds like a lot yeah. of people have already gotten it. Yeah. It sounds like it's less deadly. There and, was some talk of potentially a mutation that's starting to move in that's more deadly. I heard, But we'll wait on that I heard until... that there was some pretty good news about a vaccine, though. Well, yeah, there's potential... Um, yeah. I, can't, I can't remember what I read it on. But it sounded like they were pretty. They've been like doing a placebo, a placebo study, and a study on the, uh, on the vaccine, or maybe it was a treatment. And it sounded like it was going pretty well with the people that used it, uh, not only in America but like around the world. Mm-hmm. So that I mean that when I read that, that sounded pretty positive. And the NFL is planning on playing a full schedule, starting on time. Hell yeah! Don't know about fans yet, but that, I mean that's their plan. Yeah. So I mean. And, like, my, the thing is, is, like, once summer gets here, numbers are probably going to go down anyways. My fear is that when it, when it turns to winter, fall and winter, that it's going to spike back up. And then what do you do in the middle of football season? But that's why I'm saying I think we need to go out now, get that herd immunity. And that yeah. way there's – because, like, everybody is worried about a second wave, although it's technically a first wave because we artificially, like, lowered the curve by uh, quarantining ourselves. Yeah. But, like, Sweden isn't going to have a second wave. They hit their first wave. They spiked. However much they spiked, I still don't think they lost, like, an incredible amount of people, more than the people who stayed at home. Yeah. Like I think their numbers are still in the meat of the curve. Yeah. And now they're not going to have a second wave, and now they're just good to go. Like, I mean, they're still going through it, but they're basically good to yeah, go because... Yeah, still going through it. Yeah. Even the people that fucking stayed home, and we might have to go through it again. Yeah, because we waited inside, and now once we go out, and if we phase it out... It's just going to elongate the amount of time. We need to just, like, in my opinion, we need to just, like, go back to it. Tell the people who are at risk to stay inside. Everybody else, go ahead and infect each other if that's the way it goes down. I mean, if you And think, then you build up antibodies. If you think about it, there's still people making food at restaurants because drive throughs and stuff are still open. There's still people delivering food with Uber Eats. And, like, there's still contact being made throughout... Throughout just your daily life. And yeah. I mean, granted, me and you haven't had to quarantine. We've been going to work. Yeah. So, like, it doesn't seem that, like, it doesn't seem that difficult to me, obviously, because I've pretty much kept my normal life except for there's no comedy anymore. Yeah. But it, I don't know, dude. It just seems like, it seems like if we half-ass it and the numbers jump a little bit, then what do you do? Do you go back to just quarantining everyone? There's no way to shut There's it back no down. There's no way to get... People... It's been six or seven weeks and people are already starting to lose their mind and riot and go to beaches when they're not supposed to. Like, you can't let people out and then try to wrangle them back in. No, this is this is the genie in the bottle thing. Like, we got genie in the bottle the first time, but yeah. once it's out, once it's not going back in. Yeah. And so... But the thing is, once it moves to 25% or whatever phase one is, everybody, the numbers are already spiking in terms of people going out compared to what it was two weeks ago. And once we hit phase one, everybody's going to go, I can go out during phase one. It's going to completely go to phase three. Or, you know, maybe we won't be able to go to all the places, but in terms of people out, I bet it goes to nearly phase three levels. I bet bet golf courses are packed. I bet hair salons and barbershops are packed. I bet restaurants are packed. But that also still doesn't do anything for the small businesses that aren't labeled essential in like the 25% or whatever, yeah. where they still just get fucked. And we know people are going out. Those people should be able to be allowed to run their business. 
make your you know plans inside the store, socially distance, however you want to do it. But I think we need to crank this bitch back up. But I mean, like, really, is like a Home Depot really more essential than like a hair like a barber shop? In some ways. Yeah, but I mean, like, there's you could cut your own the hair. limit at the at Home Depot is like 250 people. Yeah, and like literally, when you walk in there, you're walking shoulder to shoulder with people in this. Like, you you go down the same aisle, you stand in the checkout line. Yeah, they make you stand in a line outside where they put you six feet apart. But like, that doesn't do anything. It really doesn't. Like, as the, far as I can tell, like, it's all still out in the air. People are still rubbing yeah. up against each other, passing people. Yeah, you breathe and I walk by you. Like I'm gonna get those germs on, like on me. Yeah, that, that's the. Si- it just I don't know. It doesn't seem. It doesn't seem like we're. Uh, maybe this is just Arizona. Like maybe yeah. other places are are better than this. That's true. Like, we're in a place I, of yeah. When I go life. out in public, I don't feel like I'm less like I'm more distant. Other than the fact like some places have shields up. Yeah. And like shit like that, but with the other customers, you're right there. You're right there. Some of them are wearing masks. Some, some aren't. aren't. Here, a lot of people aren't. Here, a lot of people aren't. But, like, I, I went to Bash's today, the the food store, where there was not a lot of toilet paper left. But there was a decent... They were limiting meat that you could buy, though, which is unfortunate. But, uh, you know, there's some people walking around with masks, some people not. And this is going to be irresponsible when I say this, although I technically didn't do it, so it's not actually irresponsible. But anytime I see somebody with a uh, mask on that looks kind of nervous, I have this unbelievable urge to cough. Dude, I, I was at the, so bad. I was at the store and there was this older guy just like hacking up a lung. Nice. And everyone was shooting him the dirtiest looks. It's like, dude, maybe he's a fucking smoker and just coughing. Like, yeah, you're allowed. A to smoker's st- cough is dry as fuck. You're allowed to still cough in public. Like, <laughs> I guess not always dry as fuck, but yeah, but yeah, you're allowed to. But plus, there's like technically this is allergy season. Oh, dude, my allergies have been a bitch the last really? week. Yeah, yeah, pretty much ever since we pulled weeds in the yard. Oh, really? That sucks. Uh, yeah, I mean, so, like, a lot of people are getting allergies, and so that's going to result in a lot of sneezing. Yeah. And a lot of sniffling. Sniffle, yeah. So, I say, let's just open this bitch back up. I say... It's I, go time. I, I mean, that, honestly, at this point, that would be my vote. And then, like, at least that way is... As, if the economy isn't fucking like shitting itself mm-hmm. then it will be easier to help the old people and the sick people that like need to stay home yeah like, alright well you can have a little bit more tax money because we don't need to give everyone $1200 yeah. because everyone else is back at work you haven't seen my check yet have you no god damn it dude I'm telling you if you don't have direct deposit they said it could be like four to six weeks after everybody else yeah okay yeah I mean I guess I can wait but, I still have money but um well, so, like, my argument for everybody going back out, and it's, I mean, there's Look, there's science be behind it. based flawed logic. Yeah. <laughs> but there's science technically behind it. I just can't yeah. cite it. Which is, who gets the sickest? The bubble boy. Who gets the least sick? The people just out there making it happen. Dude, I fucking bite my nails every day. Yeah. I never get sick. There you go. It, it's like, immunity. Exposing yourself to germs in smaller quantities... Builds up your antibodies. Like, that's just... That is a medical scientific fact. That's why George Carlin's generation didn't get sick. Exactly. They swam in the Hudson River. They raw sewage. They were tempered in raw shit. So, yeah, no, I... 100%, I mean, there's gotta be... There's gotta be truth to that, right? 100%. 100%. Like, I've got cousins... I think I might have mentioned this before. 
And like my aunt has some serious health problems, and so she really can't go outside very much. Uh, but so, but it, well, and technically, my cousin also had a lot of serious health problems when she was younger. But nevertheless, the the one healthy daughter has been sort of sheltered in the same way that the other ones have, and she gets she has a lot more like uh, allergies to things. Oh yeah, dude. Like I can't remember which side. Like I'm not saying you know it's just it's too bad, but that also is I essentially what happens is like if you stay inside and aren't exposed to foreign germs. Once you meet a foreign germ, your body's not ready for it. I mean, that's literally that's literally what happened to the Native Americans. They were isolated in America. Then fucking white people came over here and killed them all with disease. Yeah. Smallpox. It's a thing. And apparently the coronavirus is wiping them out too. Is that right? Yeah, they like closed down all the all the Indian reservations down like all the way from here to New Mexico. There was there was like a border checkpoint. You couldn't go in or out unless you had to go on the res. And, like, apparently it's... I can't remember if it's... I don't think it's the Apaches, but it, it might have been. But it just, like, decimated one of the tribes. Interesting. Like, almost completely took them out. Jeez. Yeah. Like, they were not doing good. They thought the Europeans were bad. So they shut... <laughs> get hold of that Chinese virus. So, yeah, they shut them all down. Like, you Damn. can't go on the res. Well, I've been, like, going to different job sites, and I'm starting to get... They start to, like, hit you with the, the thing that checks your temperature. Yeah. And I mentioned already that if I get dinged over 100.4, I got to go home for three days with pay. Yeah. So I am lo- wanting to get dinged. And it's... At a, both times I go, hey, you're looking good. And it's uh, external temperature, so you just got to get your face hot. I know. All you got to do is put some hot water on your face. Yeah, I might look a little more into it. Allegedly. <laughs> but no, so I haven't been dinged. And so... It'd be nice. It'd be nice to have three days, get to sleep in every day, have a full day to just kind of do things. Oh, dude, that was me last week, although all the guys were here. Yeah. So I didn't get to sleep that much. Yeah. But still, just not having to go to work and getting to chill all day. It's the fucking best. It's an amazing thing. Especially on a day that's not the weekend. It changes the whole thing. Dude, surprise day off. Like a surprise Friday off and you know you still got Saturday, Sunday coming. Oh. Dude, nothing better. Nothing better than a surprise day. You remember, like, in grade school or junior high or high school where you'd have, like, a Thursday off mm-hmm. so they just give you a Friday off? Yeah. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. That never happens. Thanksgiving's great. That never happens in the real workplace. Like, Except for you, Thanksgiving. Yeah. But, like, if you get, like... Oh, I, I don't what know. are we smoking what, here? What's a lesser holiday? Gorilla goo? I think it's glue. But I think it is, too. But, uh... But, like, that... Like, what's a what? What's a lesser holiday? Arbor Day. And you don't even get that off. But, like, uh, 4th of July. If 4th yeah. of July is on, like, a Wednesday, you only get Wednesday That's off. That's true. And it's, Which is bullshit, it's because bullshit. what day are you getting more drunk than the 4th of July? Yeah, you should go to work on the 4th and get the 5th off, if anything. I agree. I think we should start a campaign. Like, maybe you get a half day. Yeah, half day on the 4th, no work on the 5th. No work on the 5th. Go home, be with your family, drink as many beers as you want. Drink you got a fifth the next for the day fifth. off. Drink a boom. Fifth for the fifth. And then you get to go out to the fireworks as late as you want. Yeah. Get out of town. That's a win win for everybody. That's a win win for everybody. That's a win for the rodeos. Oh, that's Ooh, a big buddy. win for the rodeos. There's nothing like a rodeo on the 4th of July. And granted, it's good that we're going back to Oregon on June 6th. 
because uh, the rodeo is not even happening, so we don't have to worry about missing that. Although it's a bummer because the St. Paul rodeo is one of my favorite things in the entire. Year. <coughs> the tack room, dude. Oh, the tack, the tack room. room is such a classic and old. I place. haven't hardly got to enjoy it. Because I've always had to pick berries right afterwards. This yeah. could have been the first year. Your dad allegedly drove us home from the tack room to pick berries. Hammered, allegedly. We might have already admitted to that earlier. Probably. We might have, like, two coronaviruses ago and we're talking about farming for all I know. But, uh, yeah, we I had to drive the picker just drunk. You had to work the forklift just drunk. It's so hard, it's impossible to stay awake. Oh, yeah. It's like, ah, oh, fuck. Classic. You're standing up on the picker. Yeah. Slapping yourself. Yep. But, uh, nevertheless, so tomorrow I'm going to request my days off. So we're going 6th. Let me check the calendar here. We'd probably leave, like, Friday night. Yeah. (coughs) Is Tyler's wedding on a Saturday? It's a Saturday. It's Saturday. Oops. Saturday the 6th. So if we left Friday after work... Went to his wedding on the 6th. Then I just got to take one week and a day off. So we would go... Friday to Sunday. Yeah. Take Monday off, recovery day. Yes. Yeah. So that would be the fit. So I would ask for... I mean, so the dates we would be going is from the 5th to the coming back on the 15th. 5th coming back on the 15th. That sounds like a fucking great vacation. Yeah. With a camping trip thrown in there? With a camping trip, yeah. And here's the nice thing. If we fly out on Sunday... Mm-hmm. We could fly out Sunday. We would just have to either book a really late flight or come back pretty early from camping, which I'd prefer not to do. Yeah. So you're thinking fly here on Monday? I'm thinking either fly out late Sunday night or fly out early Monday. I would prefer, I think, late Sunday night. Me too. Like, uh, get like a 9 o'clock flight if we can. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, we'll be back to Dayton by like noon, spend a little time with the family, and then uh, catch a ride up to the airport. So. Yeah, and then we'd have Monday here. Because if you travel Monday, then it's not like a recovery day at all. Yeah. Then you have to get up early and sit on a plane. Yeah. That's not it. So, yeah, okay, I'm thinking Sunday night, and I'll request that Monday off, and I'll do that tomorrow. And so, we got to talk to Russ just about how to apply our points. <coughs> our vouchers. Yeah. Yeah, I could have figured that out. But I'm fucking stoked, man. Heading back. Heading back in a good time of year, too. Great time of year. Right when the weather's turning. We could almost expect a couple sunny days in there. Go to some nice events. Tyler's wedding. I mean, maybe you're not going. You can. Uh, yeah, I'll probably go to the... Uh, I don't know if I'll go to the like actual wedding in the backyard. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure I heard rumor of a reception down by the river for anyone that wants to go. Hell yeah. I'll probably go to that. Hell yeah. And then, that's only Saturday. Yeah. So then Sunday through Church, the... Obviously. obviously. Uh, but I mean, that gives us a chance to, you know, spend some time with the families. Spend some time with the boys. Fucking go to the beach. Oh, oh you know I'm going to the beach. Go to the beach for a day? That sounds like a hell of a time. Doesn't it? And uh, I'll be pretty free to do... Like, I obviously want to spend time with my family, but, like, my mom's coming, like, the week before we go back. So I'm going to spend time with her here. Nice. So, like, that's that's pretty good. Yeah. Ooh, we can do a little farming. We can do a little farming. A couple days of a little farming. Ooh. Probably just one day, but... 
Yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, then it's official. I'm going to put in the uh, the word to my work tomorrow. I'll talk to my boss tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, when the boys were here, that just made me excited yeah. for going camping so much. We got to talk to Dan. Yeah. Just hit him up and just let him know, hey, we're coming at this date. You know. Yeah. Be ready. Be ready. Set a little aside for the boys. Camping at Detroit might be a little tough, but we can make it happen. It might. It'll take some uh, research, yeah. some phone calls, and there's, I mean, again, I think there's places that aren't official parks that we could go to. And worse comes worse, can't you camp on the beach? Aren't there some beaches you could camp on? Ooh, beach camp. Beach camp. Be pretty good. I mean, weather permitting. Weather permitting. Yeah, I just, I'm looking forward to staying in a tent. Yeah. Fucking grilling. Just hanging out, bullshitting. Everybody's hungover. You got nothing better to do but bullshit and drink your hangover away. Which is my favorite thing to do with the boys. Just sit around bullshit and drink away the hangover. Maybe playing some board games. Yeah. And if those. Finding something to throw rocks at until somebody fucking hits it. Obviously. I hope we can get down to the spot. Get rock throwing competitions. It's always fun. Always fun. Great way to end the trip. Yeah. And I'm thinking the boys take Fridays off. Take Friday off. Yeah. Which is not going to be too hard. No. Fluff works from home anyways. Yeah. I think Ian works from home a little bit. And Ian definitely said he could do any time. Yeah. But we go up Thursday night. Yeah. That way we're there Friday. I say we trip Friday. And then have all Saturday to hang. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way to do it. So, I for one am excited. Mm. So we gotta talk to, we gotta break the news to Devin too. Yeah, but, fuck him if he can't take a joke. He better fucking come with us. He will. Yeah, I think so. You think he's got anything better to do? Moving. But he can make it happen for one weekend. Yeah. Plus, Bend and Detroit, if we can go to Detroit, is halfway. Yeah, it's, yeah. So, we got that Two going. hours for both people. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm fucking excited. I can't wait. Go check out the fish hatchery? Obviously. Gotta Obviously. check out the fish hatchery. The old stomping grounds. Yeah. Gonna have ourselves just a classic camping weekend with the boys. We said we were gonna do it, and we're gonna fucking do it. I mean, you remember last year? rooms. Oh, yeah. You remember last year? When we were at that one campsite, and we were all just like walking around going, next year we're going to make it happen, but because we were moving to Arizona, there were technically a lot of unknowns Yeah. as to whether that could actually happen. I forgot that everybody knew we were moving here at that point. Oh, yeah. Was that the week? No, everybody kind of found out in stages. Yeah. But, uh... Anyways, there was a lot of unknowns, and it's like, I fucking hope we can make it happen for this next year. Look at us now. Yeah, we're not gonna miss. We're not gonna miss it. I mean, I didn't think that we could make it happen. We're not gonna miss a trip with the boys. No, it's my one. That doesn't my, sound like our mo. That's that's my version of Christmas. Yeah. Each year. That's better than Christmas every year. That's what I mean. Yeah, like oh. Camping trip with the boys. Yeah. Just loading up all the gear. And what's gear. nice? What's nice is we do it about the same time every year, so it is like Christmas. Yeah. Usually right before berries. Yeah, and this time. No I don't berries. have to worry about going back because remember last year, <coughs> we were pretty sure berries were going to start before we could go camping. Yeah, and that was pretty much the worst. And but then I did after a long week and a heavy drinking and doing some mushrooms, 
I had to go back and work that night. Yeah. That was rough. And I don't have to even think about that this year. And we're going to have just been home for a week, so we're already going to be nice and relaxed. Yeah. <coughs> Ready to take the edge off. Living the dream. I vote, honestly, if both spots are open, if we can't go to Brighton, Bush Campground, mm-hmm. but if both those spots are open, I want to take the one by the bridge. I'm down with the bridge. I it voted had, for the bridge. It had before. a sweet jumping off rock. It had better swimming in general. Yeah, less currents. Yeah. But, Same amount of cold. But, but goddamn, nothing beats that spot down the river. Especially if like you're starting to trip pretty hard and like you're feeling hot and kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. Quick dip in Quick and you're dip, still man. tripping, but you're feeling nice. Way better. So. And dude, like that water literally is so different than jumping in the Willamette. Like, so if different. you were tripping and you jumped in the Willamette, you'll just get out feeling, like, kind of gross. Dirty, for sure. But that water... <sighs> Cleaner than fuck. It's literally spring mountain water. Colder than a witch's tit in a brass bra. For but sure. But clean. refreshing as fuck. Oh. And that's only, like, a month away. A uh, month and a half. month and a week. What is it today? The fifth? The fifth. Happy birthday, Ian. Happy birthday, Ian. Cinco de Mayo. I know. Taco Tuesday. Got shut down by coronavirus. <laughs> so, and then, uh, what was I going to say? Nope. Lost it. It was something about, like, earlier that week, like, just what we could do, but I can't remember what it was now. Oh! <laughs> it's pretty inconsequential, but it's pretty consequential. We can get a Crispito. Oh! Ooh. We got a double. Fucking go back to the old fucking center market that we were talking about at the beginning of this hey episode. Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, buddy. Yeah, dude, they've really evolved with the gaining of the Crispito. Oh, they're hot deli. <sighs> Leaps and bounds, what it was. And way better than anything here. Dude, it's... I haven't good. found a good hot deli here. No, not really, no. Dude, Crispitos, chicken strips, spicy chicken strips, which will destroy your ass every single time. Every single time. Yet you get it more than once. Because it's spicy chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, fucking JoJo's and jalapeno poppers. They had decent onion rings if you got them hot. They've had, uh, I don't know, a thousand workers since I've lived there. Yeah. God. The place churns workers like butter. Some guys better than others. Obviously. Some real... Hey, buddy, guy's the best. Hey, buddy, guys, yeah. Hey, buddy. Although hey, he what's fucks up, with buddy? me when you're high a little too much, and I never know if he's fucking with me or if he knows I'm high. I know. What's going on. He deals with a lot of stoners that walk yeah. in there. Think about all the guys we knew in high school. Guys that still go in there. Think about, like, uh, Gabe Gann. Yeah. Or uh, fucking Nicholas Maldonado. Or Ian. Or Ian. <laughs> but, like, that guy's pretty used to seeing stoners. Yeah. And so, yeah, he's probably pretty aware of when people are... Hammered stone. <laughs> Both. Just trying to think of a different word than stone. Barbecued. Oh, you know what? I, you know what I'm excited about going back for? Mm. I haven't done a dab since we moved ooh, here. Ooh, a little dabble. Yeah, a little ya. dabble. I'm gonna do a big yabba dabba do. Clear your schedule. Yeah, I'm gonna do. Gonna I'm gonna be play awesome, fucking though. golf on the Xbox. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna do. Oh, that's gonna be fun. Oh, we can play the Bayou. You play oh, the bayou. Oh, the golf at the bayou, bud. Down at the bayou. 
Oh, that, that is sounds, exciting. That sounds glorious. Yeah. It's like the shittiest golf course. Yeah. But it holds such a special place in my heart. And we can actually do things outside because it will be a nice time of year when we went back last time. It was Christmas. Yeah. And rainy. Yeah. Obviously. Ooh. We are fixing for a real good time during this age of coronavirus. Yeah. We're going to thrive and prosper and prosper and thrive. All of those things. You want this? Yeah. We'll take a hit of that. Little action. Oh, they're showing Korean baseball on ESPN now. Uh-huh. Uh, games are on at like 2 in the morning. Obviously, it's fucking Korea. But you can gamble on it. And the guys on the radio today were telling everybody about the favorites. and like, Nice. What? They're getting the gambling edge. You remember a single name? No. Yo. I mean, I get that. We don't have sports betting here. No. Which is super lame. Yeah. What was Fluff betting on? Like Russian soccer? Yeah, I think Russian basketball also. Yeah. There was a guy in Vegas who won like 10 grand on a 10 team or maybe a 5 team doubles Russian ping pong tournament. Nice. 5 team parlay. Nice. Fucking hate it won like 10 grand. Oh, and gotta be he sweet. picked all the favorites. Really? Yeah, they all won. So I think. I wonder how many people tried that after they heard that. I think table tennis is pretty much just a fucking straight up and down favorites always win. Table tennis is a game of not inches, but like millimeters. Yeah, and mostly Asians. Mostly Asians for yeah. sure. The Asians, I bet, is I bet. Well, it's like real tennis. Like the tonight. difference between the best player and the tenth best player, I bet that's a smaller margin than in Russia. I bet yeah. in Russia the good ones are really good. Yeah. The average ones are pretty average. Yeah. That's what I know about, you know, world geography. Uh, yeah, I base, I base most of my world geography on who's better at ping pong. Yeah, that's a huge part. That's a big factor for me. That's why I want to go to Japan so much. For sure. Yeah, great ping pong players. Is it Japan just, or is there also Chinese? Yeah, I'm sure it's all of them. I'm sure Korea's good at ping pong too. Yeah, okay. Ping pong sounds Chinese. <laughs> Ping pong does sound Chinese. Sugura. Sugura. Well, yeah, if you say it like that. It's me. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, <laughs> ping pong. Football sounds American. Yeah, it's football. Foot yeah, football. Foot and ball. Soccer sounds European, even though they call it football, like faggots. Yeah. They call it a pitch and lace up your boots. They call their cleats boots. What? Yeah. Do they know what a real boot no, is? No, they don't. What do they call boots up there? <laughs> if I don't wear, if I don't wear them, not cool, not sweet cowboy boots. No, that's probably wear little fairy Frenchy boots. Yeah, with like a little, little swoop on the toe. Definitely a swoop a little, on the yeah, toe. Go fuck yourself. You look like an elf. Well, they do. They smell like them too. Yeah. Dirty. <laughs> I've never pictured an elf. Again, this I've is. I've never pictured an elf smelling dirty. Think about elf balls, dude. Good point. Think about it. Just dragging on the ground. They're so small. The people, not the balls. Yeah. The balls are fucking balls gigantic. Are huge. Like Again, this is my world geography. Yeah, based what I know on how about good things. they are. Ping pong. Ping pong. Might be a minute before you might be able to get over there, though. Yeah. I had a guy today who was rehooking up the cable at one of our customers' house. 
A black guy married to a Chinese woman. She's stuck in China. Bummer. Yeah. That's not good. No, but he was in the Navy. If what this there guy, used to be in a park. But this guy was telling... If, if everything that this guy told me was true, but she had pictures to back up a lot of it, this guy lived a pretty fucking sweet life. Really? Yeah. Did you see so, his wife? Is she hot? Yeah. Nice. And she looks like she's probably 27. Nice. They all do. He was... Chinese so, chicks look young. He joined forever. the Navy at 18, and he was in the Navy from 79 to 99. So I know he was born in 61. So he's at least 59 or 60. And gay. And now he's just a tall, like kind of skinny black guy. But he had pictures of him when he was in the Navy. And Jacked. he was a tall... Fucking Jack, dude. He's like got a he hammer on him. Huge. I would imagine yeah. that kid's got a piece He's on him. He's got a piece on him. Dude, so he was in the Navy, and he was in, like, fucking Dubai, Tokyo, fucking the Philippines. He was everywhere. Because he was in there for 20 years. Yeah. Um, But he was in Japan for 12 years. And when he was in Japan, apparently, he was, like, in a bunch of commercials. He was in a movie. He was a bodyguard. He was, he did concerts, so he met, like, the Beastie Boys, Mariah Carey, fuck, dude, like, he literally named so many rappers and, like, musicians that he, like, he was like, as as much as I'm talking to you right now, I'm talking to them, playing video games, back in the locker, like, just, like, fucking tell me this shit, and then, like, he used to be a bouncer at, like, red carpet, like, at award ceremonies and stuff, and then after he would do the bouncing, he would get to go... To the after parties. Nice. And he was like, dude, the shit you would see there is crazy. Nice. And I mean, like, he had pictures of him as a bouncer in Tokyo. He had pictures of him in the movie that he was talking about. So, like, he had pictures to at All least right. back up some of it. And he had, like, a fucking... The guy was, like... The guy who he was installing the cable for was like, you got any kids? He's like, actually, I just found out I had a kid two years... Or he's like, you have a kid in all those countries. He's like, I found out two years ago I have a daughter. He shows me a picture and this this fucking hot as fuck, half black, half Asian daughter. Nice. And I was just like, Jesus Christ, dude. Nice. It's just oh, we're doing that kind of stuff. Just living the life. That's pretty badass. And now he's like, yo, when my wife gets back over here, well, like here's the thing. He was talking about how like his wife's a realtor, and when she gets back over here, he's gonna retire and she's just gonna like make a little bit of money and they're gonna travel and stuff. But yeah, he needs to travel. Yeah, I know. Fucking. That's sweet. If everything he told me was true, dude, that guy's living a sweet life. But it, it's just always hard to believe somebody when they tell you like everything amazing that could ever happen happened to them. Yeah. It's just like, ah oh, man. That's how I feel about my boss, Mark. Yeah. Except everything that happened to him is fucked up. <laughs> and I still don't know if the stories are true. But if they are true. It's like, how could all the fuck that happen to you? He's definitely been in prison. You mentioned that to me today. Who hasn't? Yeah, I hear you. Mention black people again. I'm not going to get into that. For, but how, it was lo- for how long was he in prison? He said quite a while. Again, this was part of the, the blacks conversation. <laughs> <laughs> he jumped right into it. And it's like that Mark Norman joke where he's like... Uh, People being racist around you, like, it's uncomfortable, but also, like, you don't say that just around anybody. So you go, wow, I didn't know you were so racist. I didn't know we were so close. Yeah. So there's a little bit of that going on, but, uh, yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> Interesting guy. Classic. So, yeah, I, I mean, if everything you told me is true, that guy is a fucking king. No shit. Yeah, now he's a funny old black dude. Nice.
Transitioned well. Say born in 61? From my Mac, because he said he joined the Navy at 18, and he joined the Navy in, 90, in 79. So he's just like so, a year older than my dad. Yeah. So, okay. Looks older. Really? Yeah, he's not black, don't crack. Not, well, I mean, he just had, like, gray hair and a gray beard, yeah. and it just, like, made him look older. Yeah. But, hell of a guy. Sounds like a, a hell of a good cook. Hell of a good cook. He said that Japanese women... He said that he he took home a Japanese woman one time, and she asked if they could stop by the store on the way home. Okay. They stopped by the store. She like brought she like had a bag with her. He didn't know really what was in it. He took her home. She made him dinner. Then she cut his fingernails and toenails and cleaned out his ears. And he asked why, and she said, "That's just like how Japanese women are, basically." Interesting. And he said that American girls over there hate Japanese women. Because they, they make them all bad. the men, and they treat them way better than they do. Yep. Okay. And all they ask is that they you don't che- they don't che- you don't cheat on them. Is what the guy told me. That's a pretty sweet little deal. Like, they don't care what you look like. They don't really care how much money you make. They just want someone that's going to treat them right and not cheat on them. I was like, fascinating. He's like, and American men treat women better than Asian men, so they like American men. We should go like, over there. I was like, all right. Japanese chicks are hot. Yeah, I mean, I. He I mean, was, their genitals are blurry, but <laughs> he was also talking about the Philippines. Uh, and like Dubai, he said in Dubai you could buy a gram of gold for like ten bucks. He said you get anything you wanted in Dubai made in gold. I mean it was a long time ago, but nice. also Dubai is the richest country in the world. Yeah, they got a little cash. Yeah, I mean like you think about those. Uh, they talk about sheik, maybe not sheiks, but like those heirs to like different royalty and shit over there. That like Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, or Jeff Bezos, or whoever's the richest ever. But if you compare it to those guys, they have untold potentially trillions of dollars. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's literally, you can't even count it. Yeah. Because every, like, they just have so, everything they have is gold. Yeah. They just have everything. Yeah. How do you become one of those? We should look into that. I don't know. You have to own. We're going to have to tan a little more. Probably. He said that you would just find, like, Bugattis laying on the side of the road because, like, they'd break down. And then, like, instead of dealing with hassle, the hassle of getting it fixed, they just go buy another one. That has got to be so nice. Like, what? Although, they never got the opportunity to drive a Buick Regal. Well, and nothing, there's no way for that person to experience, like, happiness. Yeah, having a good thing. Yeah, like, yeah. there's no way you have any sort of idea of, like... Not having something than getting it. How good, yeah, how good it feels to earn something. Like, how good it feels to do something. Yeah. You just are always like, yeah, if I want anything, I can just buy it. There is that. But you can't buy happiness. That's what I'm told. That's what I'm told. That's what I'm told. I've told that. Makes sense to me. I that all, that like, all checks out. That whole logic checks out. I would like to try, though. Well, yeah, I would like the opportunity. Yeah. Like, I'll do, we could just, like, start an experiment. Do a GoFundMe. Give me all the money. We'll see how I feel. We'll see if I We'll document. We'll see if I can buy happiness. That's our first good time in documentary. (laughs) Give us all the money, and we'll tell you if we're having a good time or not. (laughs) I'll tell you if we're happy. Spoiler alert. I'm going to be pretty happy. I'm going to be pretty fucking I'm already pretty happy, and I don't know anything. Yeah. So... Anyways, GoFundMe uh, slash Good Time and Buds. Give us your money. 
The pursuit to buy happiness. You'll get a sweet... Interesting. Hey. It's pretty good. It is pretty good. <coughs> Coronavirus. Got it. I'm going to make a hard shift and transition right now. But th- this is really good news. Hit me with Did it. Did you see the text from Tony? Yeah. Yeah. Today, Beeb's got a four-star yeah. linebacker out of California. I think Mission Vallejo, California. Have you looked into him? Yeah, obviously. He's fast. Nice. His high school tape... I, dude, it's so hard to tell from high school high tape. High school, yeah. But, I mean, he looked fast, and he fucking was hitting people. He hit hard. So... Nice. I mean, some of the guys were, like, literally fluff-sized, though. It's like, I could fucking hit yeah. that guy hard if I was an athlete. But he looks good and he looks fast. I would like some and speed. He's four stars. Like if we've got Hamilcar, and I think he's like a middle linebacker. I think he's like an inside linebacker. Perfect. So Hamilcar can still, but I, he, he can still blitz. I don't think. I think he's a class of twenty twenty one recruit. So I don't uh, think he'll play with Hamilcar. Now damn. that I think about it, but I I had that thought earlier. I was like, dude, Hamilcar just fucking going in, in the outside, covering the middle, dude. Just fucking get after it. But dude, the Beavers need to build this team. With a strong defense. Yeah. Because the heart of Beaver football is a strong defense. It's a strong defense. We've never been... We build the dam. Yeah. We've never been an offensive powerhouse. Although it would be sweet, I'd rather have a sweet defense. It would be sweet, yeah. Remember when we were number one defense in the nation? That That was was the best... That's the best Beaver football team. That was the... Yeah. You just, like... They could stop anybody. They just had an incredible front four. They they stopped USC. It's like, dude, you're not scoring on us. Sorry, but you're not gonna... Sorry. With the beefs. With the fucking beefs. God. Yeah, no, we need a good defense, and if we can get any sort of defense, I mean, our defense this year was obviously leaps and bounds yeah. above the year before. Yeah. But if we can get a just solid defense, like one that's you can rely on the corners and the same. I mean, that's our biggest. Well, the middle was a problem too. Stopping the run was tough. So yeah. So I mean, we got a couple things that we could. Sure uh, up. Sure up. But if we could get just decent guys at those positions, yeah, the offense could take care of the if rest. If we could get one stud at each level yeah. and just try to patch it with the rest, mm-hmm. then at least we could get stops on third downs yeah. sometimes. At least a few more, no yeah. shit. If we get a, like a better kicker, who was that uh, new guy? Didn't we have a new guy? Yeah, we tried out a new guy. He was pretty good. Yeah, I don't remember... I don't remember his name. But we will. But we will. He's going to go down in the Hall of Fame. You always remember Beaver's kickers. Some of them for good things, but recently, mostly for bad things. Pretty disappointing. But if we can get that, that would also change the outcome of quite a few games. Yeah. Because we missed a lot of field goals that would have definitely put us up. And so we basically just had to rely on scoring touchdowns. And we still put up fucking points. And then we would also have to go for it on fourth down a lot because like, well, we can't kick yeah. and we're too close to punt. Yeah. So, yeah, a kicker would be a nice thing to start focusing up on. Yeah. And, like, if you're a great kicker, you should want to go to Oregon State. Yeah. Fucking kick a lot of field goals. Kick a lot of field goals. You could be a hero. No one's going to appreciate that kicker like Oregon State. That's 100% true. We haven't had a good kicker since Alexis. We're just a niche niche school with a niche market. Is that true? I feel like that's true. Yeah, I mean, we got fucking Mike Hass. White wide receiver. That doesn't happen. No, I'm talking about kickers, though. Have we had a good one since Alexis? No. Jose Cortez was before him. Yeah. Then we got Alexis Serna, and then I can't even, like, name a They're all jumbled up Yeah, after they're that. all Trevor Romaine mixed with shoe, shoe care. care. 
Yeah. It's a whole lot of like whatever. It's a bunch of Daryl Garrett's and kicking. Some, we had Johnny Edgar in between there though. Now that's a punter. That's a punter. Yeah. And who made plays like he's making in the NFL? He yeah. was a high school quarterback, obviously. But uh, yeah, no, he made quite a few plays for us. Like, yeah. uh, we appreciate good special teams. Yes, we do. Sammy Strader, best kick punt returner maybe of all time. Maybe of all time. Fucking killed it. Also a clutch wide receiver. Yeah, caught everything, dude. Caught everything. Caught the hardest passes. A lot of, lot of, th- like a lot like Isaiah Hodgins in that, like. Yeah. When it came down to it, you could trust that guy to catch yeah, the fucking if ball. If it hits him in the hands, he's fucking catching it. Yeah. Now, Isaiah Hodges was more like lateral movements, like stretching out and getting it. Sammy Strotter could take a fly over his shoulder. Run it just, down and just, oh, yeah. Fucking beautiful. Right in the bread basket. Right in the bread basket. Which also said a good amount for a quarterback who was Derek Anderson? And uh, at that time, I think it had to have either been Matt Moore or Sean Canfield. Yeah, okay. I think that was before Sean Mannion. Maybe he had Canfield and Moivau. Maybe he was in that era. Okay. Because he was with Jaquiz Rogers. Yeah. For a bit. The beginning, I think. James Rogers for, with, for more because he was a year older. Yeah. Yeah, I think Strader was on the tail end of Jaquiz coming up. Yeah. Beaver football. Those were fun. That was a. Those were fun teams. Those were fun teams. Fun to watch. Anything could have happened at any game. Jonathan Smith hasn't fun to watch now, though. I'll give him credit. Oh, hundred percent agree. Fun to watch now. Hundred percent agree. They're fucking putting up points. They got some sweet looking uniforms. Yeah. Oh. Like we look good on the field. Those yeah. fucking white uniforms. Those are slick, those are dude. Sweet. Those are just fucking clean and fucking nice. Yeah. Clean until we start playing. White. We hit. White, orange, and black is such a good... It's a sweet color scheme. It's a sweet color scheme. Orange and black as a base, like, it's pretty tough to beat. Yeah. Better than green and yellow. Oh, shit. What a bunch of pussies. What do they see? A pile of baby puke? Like, yeah, that's our team colors. That's our team colors. Yeah. No wonder they try to switch it off and go, like, white and gray all the time. Or just, like, straight black uniforms. Yeah, because your colors suck, dude. Yeah. You picked shitty colors. That's not our fault. Yeah. That's not our fault. It's not our fault. We picked good colors. We picked colors that... They strike fear in your heart. There's a lot more. Those are powerful colors. When you compare them to green and yellow. Yeah. And they wear like highlighter yellow because we're fast. It's going to fucking blow me. Dude, black envelops all other colors, just like we envelop all of all uh, other schools. Schools. Yeah, fuck them. Especially on defense. They're going to hit them. Throckmorton. Throckmorton. I got lost in the weeds a little bit on what I was saying there. Yeah, but the point is well taken. The Beavs are good. And they're going to be good this year as long as Jebbia turns out to be what he definitely has the potential to be. Yeah. Je- I like me some Tristan Jebbia, I think. Yeah. From what I've seen, dude, he came in in a tough game. Real tough game. Real Biggest tough game of the year. Game. Real tough game. Other than maybe Washington State. I mean, we're playing for a bowl game. Yeah. Ducks are going to the Rose Bowl. They want to prove a point. He leads us right down the field, throws a touchdown pass, yeah. and there's a fucking bullshit call for holding. Yeah. Go. And then we had to settle for a field goal. Then they returned the kickoff for a touchdown, and it was fucking gay. <laughs> it fucking sucked. Especially coming off losing a bowl game, losing getting to a bowl game to Washington State oh. in a game that we had. And then we didn't even know Jake Lee wasn't going to play until like the game started. Yeah, basically until day of. 
And it was like, what? She has to kick to the Because we definitely, we definitely could have beat that team. It was not that good of a Ducks team for where they got for to. What, yeah. They had some lucky wins, for sure. For sure. They had some bad losses. They lost to Arizona State. We yeah. beat Arizona State. So, it was an average team that was just against not a great Pac-12 this year. Really. Yeah. They were definitely gettable, though. Yeah. They lost to Auburn week one. Barely, yep. but they did. That was fun to watch them lose. That was. They were winning the whole game, and they were yeah. at the last play, basically. Auburn fucking passes it. For that one quarterback. Down. What's his name? I don't remember. Bo? Yeah, Bo. It's not Bo Scarborough. No. That's a running back for Alabama a long time ago. Yeah. Is it Bo Tigers? Bo Tigers. <laughs> Bo Ziffer? <laughs> Mr. Mr. Bo Ziffer? That's Bo something, but yeah, yeah. he was a freshman. Bo Nix. Bo Nix? Bo Nix. That sounds right. Pretty sure it's Bo Nix. He was a freshman. Yeah. Fucking beat the Ducks week one. Boom. Boom. And so this year... Who'd the Ducks play in the Rose Bowl? Was it Michigan State again? I don't... I, could have, I don't think it was. Wisconsin? I think, I think Michigan State... It was Wisconsin. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, because they had that coach that looked like he was from Wisconsin. Yeah, and they played... The Ducks have played Wisconsin in so many so bowl many games. Road, yeah. It's always fucking Wisconsin because Ohio State... Because it's supposed to be the winner of the Pac-12 and the winner of the Big Ten. Yeah. But Ohio State was in the playoffs. Yeah. Obviously, the Ducks didn't make that. Obviously. So. That's right. Wisconsin really fucking should have won that game. Yeah, they, they were, they they just, were up pretty much the whole game. It was so frustrating. Then Mario Cristobal kept saying, let's go. And then Harrison started saying it. Oh. And then we wanted to kill him. As soon as he screamed out, let's go, I just wanted to reach to the TV and strangle him. Cristobal? Yeah. Obviously. He's a major duck fan. He's a bad beaver fan. He's a bad beaver fan. For sure. Without a doubt. I don't hang out with bad beaver fans. I don't know about you. Um, No, not really. I mean, like, you think about our friend group, all beaver fans. Except for Tyson. Except for Tyson. That's literally the only one. Yeah. Like, it might... For Gone, he's not a good beaver fan. No, but he's not, but a, he's duck not a duck fan. I was thinking, for some reason, Patty popped in my head, but that's because he's a piece of shit Seahawks fan. He's a great Beaver fan. <laughs> he's a great Beaver fan. Oh, yeah, I mean, obviously all the guys from the frat are good Beaver fans, but they're like passionate Beaver fans. They're not passive Beaver fans. No, they're great. There's some great Beaver fans in the fraternity. Yeah. Chad Phil, Keel Larkin. <laughs> yeah. Not in the fraternity, Keel, but Sheets. great Beaver fan. Sheets, great Beaver fan. Great Beaver fan. Alex Crawford, great, great Beaver, Beaver fan. fan. He made a documentary about the Beaver. Maybe the greatest Beaver fan. He's right up there. I mean, if you're going to go to the work of making a movie, The Legend of the Giant Killers, yeah. you're a goddamn good beaver fan. Goddamn he's not even from Oregon. I know, he's from California. So Cal. But I'm pretty sure his dad went to Oregon State, didn't he? I think he's talked about that on the radio, that that's why he went to Oregon State. I can't remember. I could, I could just be completely making that up. I'm not sure. But yeah. I think he talked about that on the radio. But he moved back to California. Yes, he did. Nevertheless, lots of good Beaver fans. Cameron, Ryan, oh, great Beaver great fans. Beaver fans. Just like everybody should be. 
AJ was a Duck fan. They ended up playing for the Beavs. Yeah. Now he's a great Beaver fan. Great Beaver fan. Although I think he's still a Duck fan, which makes him a lesser Beaver fan. But yeah. What are you going to do? All my family went to Oregon State. <coughs> All my family went to Oregon State. Most of the Craigs went to Oregon State, except yeah. for Dolph. Well, he went to UCLA. Yeah. The University <laughs> of Chemeketa on Lancaster Avenue. Which is just classic. Then he went to U of O. Well, his dad went to U of O. Darren went to Oregon State? No. Dolph's dad went Yeah, to no, but Darren went to Oregon State? Darren went to Oregon State. Teresa? Teresa went to Arizona State. Oh, yeah, that's right. I knew that. Emilio went to Oregon State. Hayden went to Oregon State. You went to Oregon State. Your sister went to Oregon State. Yep. Harris went to Oregon State. Tyler went to Oregon State. Yeah. went to Oregon State. You went to Oregon Like, dude, everybody that we hang out with went to Oregon State. Yeah. Most of them. We knew before that. Yeah, it had nothing necessarily to do with college. Like, yeah, just nothing but good Beaver fans. Always had a sweet tailgating spot. Oh, dude, if there's any sort of issue with tailgating this year, there's going to be a real problem. There's going to be an issue with tailgating. People are not going to not tailgate. Well, they are if they can't go to the game. True. Which would be the only reason you can't tailgate, I would imagine. If you can go to the game, you can tailgate. That's more unless there's they well they can't that's not have the dis- parking lot. That's more distancing than being in the game. Yeah, well and they can't not have the parking lot. Yeah, but again, I say fucking let the kids play, let the people go to the fucking games. Yeah. God, could you imagine watching football with no fans? It'd be weird and not as good. It'd at be all. so. It feels so much like a scrimmage. A hundred percent, it would feel like a scrimmage. How would you even get yourself psyched up to play? You wouldn't. You look in the stands and see no one. And you go, okay, I guess we're going to play a really serious game right now. The defense can hear all your audibles. They can hear everything. Yeah. Yeah, the crowd, there's basically no home field advantage at that point. No. So they got to fucking let people go. It's the end of August for college football. Yeah. So we got some time. But, like, not a lot of time. No. It's May 5th, like we said. Yeah. So. That's only four mm, months. That's tough. But, again, once phase one starts, the rest, rest is going to fall like dominoes. Yeah, the rest of May, June, July, and then most of August. Summer months. I mean, yeah, dude, four months, dude, shit could be, like, shit changes every day. Yeah. One day it's good, one day it's bad. Like, yeah. it just keeps flipping around. And the deal is... You just, you can't really shut down football. No. You can shut down basketball and baseball. Because nobody cares. Also, it was at the beginning. But you can't shut down you can't stop Beaver the football. Le- Leviathan you, you can't, football You is. can't stop Beaver football. You can't, well, you cannot stop Beaver <laughs> yeah. football. I mean, we're just going to march we're right ram it down your throat. Grounds. Yeah, we don't care. We're the Beavs. We're the Beavs, and this is football. So, no, yeah, I think it's... You gotta let people go to the games. You think they would ever just let a few people in? No. And like make them? Yes. Stay distanced. Potentially yes, but how fucking gay would that be? That'd be pretty gay unless you were one of the guys that got to go. Yeah, but it, well, it's still pretty gay though. It's still pretty gay, but you would have a lot of room to just fucking spread beer out. Beer line so thin. Beer thin beer line. Get one of those frozen lemonades. Actually, be yeah, be able to get some food and like set it on the seat beside you, and just sort of casually eat it. Yeah, I mean, I would go to that obviously, but it would suck dick 
Like, the players are not going to be feeling the energy no. like a fucking packed Reeser Stadium. To be fair. It's not a big stadium. Reeser Stadium hasn't been packed for a while now. True. Since before the Gary Anderson days. Yeah, well, he really fucking just, he did a number on us. The guys on the radio raised an interesting question. Hit me with it. In, I think it's 2027, or maybe 2000, yeah, I think it's 27, 28, 29, so it's not soon. <coughs> but in 2027, the Ducks are going to play Utah State, which is where Gary Anderson coaches now. And they were like, would you rather the Ducks win and see Gary Anderson lose, would you rather see the Ducks lose and Gary Anderson get like a huge upset and get regarded as like a good coach or like... Like, start gaining traction again as a good coach. That's a tough question, but I hate the Ducks more than I hate Gary Anderson. The only reason I hate the Ducks more than I hate Gary Anderson is because Gary Anderson beat the Ducks once. I was about to say If that, he yeah. would have lost all the years, I would, I would fucking hate Gary Anderson. Yeah, he gave us a really strong Beavs win yeah. against the Ducks. Blacked out hard that night. Oh, yeah. That was the night fucking Ryan all ran for like... Four touchdowns. Four touchdowns and almost 300 yards. yeah. Like Jesus, dude. Fucking yeah, no. So he's definitely no aboard. He's definitely get some leeway for that. Yeah. Plus, even if he beat the Ducks and got like recognition as the like a good coach and like got another job, mm-hmm. he's not getting another job at Oregon State. So I don't give a fuck where he goes. No. I want him to fail miserably. I want him to fail miserably. No and, matter where he goes. And that's a long ways away. So he has a lot of time to fail. He probably won't even be there anymore. I doubt he'll be he there. He hasn't stayed anywhere more than like five years, I don't think, is what they were saying. Yeah. And that's still seven years away. He's already been there for two. So, yeah, I don't think... I like how there's projections out that far. Oh, dude, the schedules in college football are insane. Yeah. How far out they have to schedule. But, like, just the thing about that there's... makes you feel like the world's not going to end. Yeah. Because you're like... We oh, gotta, we, we gotta play. The World can't end. We got a game in twenty twenty seven against yeah. Clemson, and I want to go to that. So yeah. we'll be here. We'll be here. I love football. Cannot wait. That's a bit of a digression, but yeah, I know. But goddamn, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Dude, NASCAR is going to have, like, I'm pretty sure seven races in, like, 11 days or something. Nice. They're starting back of the season up in Florida, because Florida doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. And so they're literally going to do, like, seven races in 11 days. Nice. That's insane. Nice. That is insane. And they were talking to one of the drivers, and he was like, yeah, I mean... From the way we understand it, is like we're not gonna do qualifying or we're not gonna do practice runs or anything. Get after it. We're just it. gonna get up there and take that first corner at two hundred miles an hour and see what happens. Nice. So yeah, that's what you want to hear. That's what I'm talking about. That's what everybody should be doing. You just go pedal to the metal. Let's get this thing on. But there's not gonna be any fans at the NASCAR. No. Races. Well, that's because is there any place where people are more packed in than a NASCAR? <laughs> like if you look at the stands of the NASCAR race, it's, it's fucking ridiculous. Looking for a song here? Good song to go out on. What do you think? Got any suggestions? Hmm. Something about the beavers. 
we are the champions, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Got something here. Hold on. Cranking like a chainsaw. I don't even have that one. Yeah, we got made fun of pretty hard for that one. That one was not as good. That was not as good. It was not nearly as good as O State Ball is. No. I granted different, because that was more for football. Yeah. But O State Ballers was literally written and performed by the catcher on the team. Yeah. Who's now the head baseball coach. Yeah. So, that guy's a good Beaver fan. He's a great Beaver fan. Well, it is Cinco de Mayo. That's true. So, we should go with maybe some sort of... Mexican. How Mexican should we get though? I'd say fully offensive. Okay. I was going to put on Mexican radio. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm on a Mexican whoa radio. I've got it here. You got like Danny Trejo doing the Mexican national anthem? <laughs> no, I don't. Mm-hmm. But I've got uh, Conjunto Primavera. I've got... Uh, you have the trumpet song? Donde están los ladrones? That's Shakira, huh? You have the trumpet song? Yes, I do. With the horns? I was thinking about that. I don't, I don't even remember it. Alright. Here we go. It has words, right? Spanish words. Yeah, but it's not just words. No. Hey, happy Cinco de Mayo! <laughs> riva, riva, riva! I searched this song out for years before I found it. I love this song. How did you find it eventually? I think I went on Mexican radio stations, listened for it. I think that's what I finally resorted to. So I looked at, I tried to look up everything I could, Google-wise. But then eventually I just listened to the radio and once it came on I went immediately to their Spanish station website and check recently played. Nice. Here it is. Nope. Oh. I remember listening to this and this was the summer of Hermano. Yeah, oh yeah. Because this song was popular and then Baby would come on and he fucking loved that song. Yeah. Like a love Hermano. The Majexican. The Majexican. Oh, here it comes. When they say tequila, that's where the best line is, though. <laughs> it's just a fantastic song. Put you in a good mood. Doesn't I can it? smell the back of the red blazer or the red exploder. I know. Me too. And this is not nearly this clear. It's on the scratchy Blazer radio. Yeah. How did that thing last as long as it did? I don't know because Jose Seja drove it a lot. I know. It lasted all every year I ever did irrigation. That yeah. was the vehicle. And it could scoot too. Yeah. It had some get up and go to it. Yeah. It was a good, that was a great little vehicle. Oh, it could still be in play for all I know. It was last year. Oh, well, he is. God, that's impressive. Yeah. 
Can you picture, like, can you put yourself inside that car right now? Yeah. I can, there's 100%. just dirt everywhere. Dirt everywhere. Nothing but irrigation parts Jose is driving. Probably drinking a Pepsi and eating some bread. Yeah. Or maybe some raw corn. Maybe yeah. some raw beets. Definitely. Maybe we'll some, some raw grass. wheat. Maybe some wheat. Raw wheat, just picking it up, eating it. Yeah, no, I can picture that 100%. I window can, down by that little part right there so you can't comfortably put your arm yep. on it. You got a little, fu- got a fucking little wire in your hat for unplugging yeah, sprinklers. Yeah, clogged. You got to draw straws to see who goes and gets it. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. This is Conjunto Primavera. This is Amor Fingido. As I'm looking at the Fiesta Cola. <laughs> <laughs> I'm big, I'm big orange and fucking fiesta orange. orange. <laughs> like hearing this just puts me right back at home. Yeah. Like 100%. Like anytime, like sometimes on job sites, I'll be around dudes who are only speaking Spanish to each other and I'm just standing there, the white guy. That's how I grew up. Yeah, the guys at work will play like Mexican music sometimes and then they'll like change like, so you probably don't like that stuff. I'm like, like dude, it's it back like, up. I don't know what they're saying so it doesn't affect me. It's better than the rap that you guys choose to play. Yeah. Because I can hear the words, I know what they're saying and it's fucking bullshit. And this sounds more like this, work. Yeah, this sounds good and it sounds like I'm fucking working. My dad will put this on the drive when we go somewhere as a family all the time. It's good. Yeah. Noventicuatro punto tres La Zeta When you can't understand the words It's just background noise Like yeah. it's easy to have a conversation over this But it's upbeat But it's yeah It's like pop punk It's faster I love restaurants with a mariachi band dude. Hell yeah I would think there would be more here the, the Mexican culture here Maybe it's just like where we live Maybe But it's not very strong It's Yeah it's not nearly as uh Obvious as you would think it would be. Yeah. I wonder if that's more like Tucson or like like. Maybe, I'm sure Tucson is definitely. Or maybe more just that. like pockets of Phoenix somewhere. Yeah. And there are pockets like there's the the Russian or yeah. the the what what are they? I don't know. Turns with a B. Bolivian? Nope. Belgian? Nope. I can't remember. There's a basic Russian district over there. Yeah. Where, like, they can't go home. Yeah. they be killed for war killed, crimes. Killed on sight. There's a, there's a Which pocket. sounds exactly like something a Russian would be dealing yeah. with. Yeah. And they moved to Phoenix, I guess, because they'll never get them here. It's too hot. No, once... Yeah, the, the Russian army, nobody from Russia is going to find them here. No. This makes me want to go to a quinceanera. I fucking love quinceaneras. I only been to like, I like when I was a kid. I yeah, guess. I only been to like three, but they're all fucking fun as shit. Yeah, those are big parties. They spend as much on that that they would that somebody would spend on somebody's wedding. Yeah. Good times. Is it only for the chicks? Yeah. These don't get like anything. 
Honestly, when that, like a long time ago, quinceanero was probably like, all right, it's time for you to get married and have kids and become a woman. So that's probably why they spent so much money on it. That's true. Like it's time for you to fucking start producing. It's go time. It's go time. You're on deck. You're fertile and we need labor. Yeah. And there we go. We'll just let this fade out, I guess. Can I get one of those mats? Yeah. We'll just let this run. One last thing, ladies and gentlemen. You may have already tuned out by now, but probably not if you're listening to the sick tunes. One of the guys from the farm, and I can't figure out which Jose it is, hit me up on Facebook. And he said, Como estas, Austin? So I said, uh, or he said something like that, and I said I was doing well. Mucho trabajo. How about you? Y tú? Which you just sent me back. Asa in California, Austin, trabajando muy bien de salud. Is he trying to message someone in California, or is he telling me that he's in California? I think he's saying he's in California. So, <laughs> like so he's that's not one of those things. Yeah, that's not one of those
Sí, sí. 